0: to the Phoenix Sports. Podcast presented by our friends at OG's because it's not just any Friday, it's Flavoring Friday. Shout out to OG's Brands, the official sponsor of Flavoring Fridays. OG's is not your average cannabis infused gummy. They absolutely knock it out of the park when it comes to flavor, and the effects of their gummies are a total slam dunk, too. Head on over to OG'sbrands.com to see their full lineup, including their two newest gummies, the OG's Naturals and the Big OG's, and find out where you can purchase. Hi, Damon. Nice of you to join us this week. What we up? missed you last week, up, Bubble guys? Damon. How's Do you want to share with the people where you were?
1: I was in San Antonio for the Alamo Bowl to watch uh my Wildcats win a very significant bowl game against the Oklahoma Sooners. <laughs> Michaela, honorary
0: Wildcat. <laughs> I'm jealous that you got to go to that game. It was a great game. It was a lot
1: of fun. Riverwalk was a lot of fun. Yes, uh, and uh, returning almost all the most significant players in the team should be really good next year.
0: Do you know the last time I was in San Antonio? I do not. I was in San Antonio to watch our Arizona Wildcats <laughs> in the Sweet 16 oh, yeah. take on Houston, and they lost. And
1: get- boat race
0: but that's okay because i was there and that is why i am an honorary Wildcat. <laughs> in honor of the cats uh bear down everybody just kidding don't cover me sun devils fans um well i'm glad to have you back damon we definitely missed you
1: Good
0: to see you guys you. Too. <laughs> if you haven't signed up to be a diehard yet, make sure you head on over to gophnx.com and join now. There's a ton of great benefits to being a diehard, including discounts on all of our events, um, discounts on our merch at all times, access to diehard only content, um, our members only Discord. And speaking of events, we have a super great event coming up it is on january 24th we are going to be doing a putting party at putting world it is going to be so much fun starting at 6 30 we're going to be watching the suns game together we're going to be practicing our putting <laughs> is that what you do with putting i'm not a golf girl <laughs> it was a
1: lot of fun actually we went uh, yes we did
0: go for an all-staff meeting
1: yeah and it, it's electric it is pretty electric it's not yeah. like mini golf it's, it's like, like an adult Mini golf. It's it's more of. like for like people that are real golfers that want to yes, practice their putting. Their
0: putting. Yeah. And it's
1: but it's really fun, even if you're not like an avid golfer. I'm not. And I had a great time. There's eighteen holes. Yeah. It was a lot of fun.
0: I uh it took me like seven strokes <laughs> to get into the hole. But I got I eventually got there. Um our All tickets right. include unlimited putting, unlimited beer, and wine. Hello, I will be there just for the wine. Unlimited beer? <laughs> unlimited beer and an unlimited wine. Yeah. Wow. I know, I'm going to be going to town if uh, the staff party, the staff Christmas party was any indication of my affinity for red wine. I will be there just for the free wine, um prizes giveaways and more. You can head on over to gophnx.com under our events tab and grab your tickets right now. All right, Damon. This is my least favorite time of the year because this is the uh All-Star Game Pro Bowl time of year and um Our athletes here in Arizona just continually get disrespected year after year and I really don't enjoy this time of year. I hate this actually uh, because I have to listen to the media talk about why everyone else is so much better than the glaringly obvious options right in front of them here in Arizona. So not a big fan of this time of year but before we get into some of this Pro Bowl stuff got to talk about the Arizona Cardinals because boy howdy quoting pd they um did the unexpected the total unexpected and they punched the philadelphia eagles in the mouth uh last sunday totally just shit on the eagles parade and (laughs) kind of diminished some of their playoff uh some of their playoff standing hopes which was great to watch um obviously watching jonathan gannon beat his former team who did nothing but uh scapegoat him for their super bowl loss was also pretty epic i'm not gonna lie that game was just so great to watch i'm pretty sure kyler murray was watching tpsp last week he was sitting in his uh in his house he put the uh cod on pause and he was like i'm gonna watch tpsp he heard me talking shit about him basically um not putting up a performance that was worthy of me being confident of him being the quarterback of the future and was like I took that personally, and he went out there and he balled out, like balled out. It was unbelievable to watch. He was 25 for 31, 232 yards of offense with three touchdowns. The three touchdowns Kyler threw in the second half were the most touchdowns through the air that the Cardinals have tallied all season, so it was great to finally see the ball in the air. And this is the 13th time Kyler Murray has thrown for at least three touchdowns passing touchdowns in over his 64-game span. He is now a third in the franchise uh, for those uh, three or more passing touchdown games. So it was awesome to see Kyler Murray absolutely ball out. It just looked like the lights clicked on Drew Petzing's offense. Uh, The run game was rolling. He had a great one-two punch with James Conner and uh, Michael Carter. And uh, Kyler Murray basically sliced and diced the Eagles defense. It was unreal to watch. It was the game that I needed to see to say, you know what? No matter where the Cardinals pick in the draft, which we'll talk about the draft implications of this game in a second, I'm confident that they don't need to pick a quarterback. Like, I feel like that is what I needed to see from Kyler Murray to at least give him another full, like what a full season next season to see what he can do, especially considering that he doesn't have a lot of offensive weapons this season. He had to get used to a new head coach and a new offensive coordinator, new offensive schemes. I feel confident now that I don't want the Cardinals to draft a quarterback at least not one uh in the first like 3 rounds with all the draft picks that they have coming up and it's exactly what I needed to see. I don't know how you feel about Damon but I feel a lot better.
1: Yeah, I think um, it was a culture win, right? So yeah. like I mean, you needed you needed that win uh even if I mean, you just feel a lot better about Jonathan Gannon moving forward after yeah. that. Like
0: Andrew Petzing too, because yeah. I I had some question marks there as well.
1: Absolutely, he had, Drew Petzing had a great game. Uh, the Eagles' defense is obviously terrible, <laughs> but uh, Drew Petzing, you know, like they Which they were ironic. four for four in the red zone, I think, mm-hmm. in the second half, uh, converting everything to touchdowns. Um, yeah, I just think that in general, you needed that victory just to see what you had in house, and it can just help you move forward. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Gannon, obviously the. I think the boys played hard for him
0: yeah because, for sure they knew they yeah, knew what was on the we line that for sure i agree a thousand percent everyone really stepped up to the plate and it was awesome to see Um, Greg Dorch had over 80 yards of offense which was also awesome to see he's the man he is the man pay that man Uh, definitely not necessarily priority number one in the offseason but I would love to see Greg Dorch come back um, next season as well so it was just a great game all around it was like great for morale it was great for JG and all he had on the line it was great for Kyler Murray and kind of silencing any of those doubts that anyone might have had about his ability to be QB1 so very happy with what we saw on Sunday however there is a little bit oh actually before we do that uh jonathan gannon did have something interesting to say about kyler murray that i wanted to make sure you all heard as well so here's what uh jg had to say about kyler Murray.
1: yeah kind of why um you guys watch the tape don't you
0: yeah uh the reporter asked something along the lines of you know, did this, was this the game that Kyler Murray needed to show everyone what he can do? And he was like, Yeah, kind of. You guys watch the tape, don't you? Like, this was a performance from Kyler Murray that on tape, when you would go back and watch it, provided everything that you needed, all your questions answered basically um, in that game. So, love that JG has so much confidence in Kyler. He had it all week. Like, the quotes that were coming out of him were awesome. They were like, He's got, he's the guy. I've said that from the beginning. So, really happy that, um, we kind of got some of those questions answered in terms of Kyler Murray's future with the team. As much as I loved watching them beat the Eagles, like I said, there was—I
1: I loved it. Can I just say that real quick? I just yes. need to say I hate the Eagles so much. I've—I haven't my entire life. I started <laughs> hating the Eagles this year because they just are infuriating to watch. Yeah, I hate Nick Sirianni, and I—I I loved it. This was my super, my personal Super Bowl. Yeah. So what's up, Sean?
0: Hey, Sean. Hello, Sean, you traitor. Um, Yeah, no, it was great watching them beat the Eagles for sure. There is a little bit of a downside to it, depending on how you look at the situation, though, because obviously there are draft implications on the line for the Cardinals. And the Cardinals going into that game had the number two overall pick in the 2024 NFL Draft. And um, what happens when you stage a comeback win against a playoff contender in the Philadelphia Eagles You slip in the draft order, unfortunately. Um, As of right now, the Cardinals have the fourth overall pick in the NFL draft. They will be picking behind the Bears, who have number one, the Commanders, who have number two, the Patriots at three, Cardinals at Regardless of what the Cardinals do against the Seahawks in this week's season finale, they can't drop further than seventh. So the lowest that they could pick in the first round is seventh. That would be worst case scenario, obviously. Um, But that would only happen if the Cardinals win, in addition to there being losses from the Giants, the Chargers, and the Titans. Um, Or obviously them losing does not help either. But... Um ESPN Seth Walder has the Cardinals picking uh having the Cardinals having a thirty nine percent chance to land a top three pick that was a lot of words sorry <laughs> had to get that out okay so the Cardinals have a thirty nine percent chance of landing a top three pick so considering the talent that is in this year's NFL draft and the fact that there is a huge chance that they miss out on some key pieces of the future considering the difference between picking in the top three and like picking seventh um it makes me a little nervous was it worth it I don't know I don't obviously we won't know what happens until the end of uh week 17 duh but I'm just i'm so like if shit hits the fan and against all odds the cardinals end up with the seventh overall pick when they could have had a top three pick that's going to be a hard pill for me to swallow um thankfully some of the other teams that are picking ahead of the cardinals have needs outside of where the cardinals interests might lie um a lot of the mock 2024 drafts have Caleb Williams going one to the Bears, Drake May going second to the Commanders, Jaden Daniels going third to the Patriots. Obviously, all three of those teams need a quarterback desperately. And then if the Cardinals pick at fourth, which is where they're at right now, they do have the Cardinals taking Marvin Harrison Jr., the wide receiver extraordinaire out of Ohio State, which At this point, in my personal opinion, Marvin Harrison Jr. is what the Cardinals need to do. They need to go after him at all costs. Um, He is the weapon that Kyler needs to continue to have success and to have an offense that can stack up with some of the other high-power offenses in the NFL. So... They do have that going for them. Another thing that they have going for them is the fact that um, they have a ton of draft capital, like so many different picks that in the event they really, really do want somebody. I'm sure Monty Austin Fort will be able to package some sort of deal together with the draft capital that they have to trade to get a higher pick in order to pick up Marvin Harrison Jr. But I don't know. I'm just nervous. Like you, you don't know what's going to happen until it happens. And there just being so many unknown variables and how many things can go wrong between now and the draft, it just makes my dummier a little bit. I'm a little nervous for the Cardinals, um, for sure. And as great as winning against the Eagles was for the culture, for Jonathan Gannon personally, for a lot of different reasons, I don't know if it's going to be worth what it means for the Cardinals in the draft. Is that okay to say? Is that bad? I think,
1: yeah, I... I, like I said, it was a culture win, though. Like, I think you need to know that you have what you have in your coaching staff, and that's more important. And, like, if you move from like two to seven or whatever, it is what it is. But, uh, and I know I mentioned this to you yesterday, Michaela, but like the Cardinals have the most draft capital yeah. of any team in the league.
0: Yeah, if, they have a ton of picks. If they
1: truly believe Marvin Harrison Jr. is a can't miss prospect that they need to have in their organization, they have the ability to move up and get Yeah, them. I don't know if they will or not because they need a lot of players <laughs> like they their roster is pretty shallow yeah but uh yeah I mean I think that they have the ability to if need be also let's just all be Patriots fans this weekend
0: <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> the Patriots
1: beat the Jets
0: which is very difficult for me I- I'll mind you I yeah. am the biggest Patriots hater on the face <laughs> of the fucking planet um but yeah definitely cheering for the Patriots this weekend and like that's what I said too like if they have so much draft capital that I'm confident that if Monty knows that he can get a deal together in order to trade for the pick that he needs to secure Marvin Harrison jr. Then by all means, that is great. I am on the Marvin Harrison jr. Train. Like I'm the conductor of this train. (laughs) Like this is a once in a lifetime wide receiver. Uh, He is so beyond talented. And I would love to see what he and Kyler could do on the same team. So, at all costs do whatever you have to do to get this ohio state <laughs> receiver to the arizona cardinals um boosty asked me if you scroll up uh do you want the cards to trade up for Caleb williams no i don't think i want to watch a rookie quarterback try to figure out and navigate uh his first season in the nfl when we just watched kyler do what he did against the eagles granted the eagles defense is not that great but i am confident in kyler's ability to be qb1 so i would like to see kyler murray next season as an arizona cardinal and then give him all the tools that he needs on the offense to be successful so I am on the train, the Marvin Harrison Jr. train, conducting to choo Cardinals do whatever you have to do to get that man in a Cardinals uniform. But hopefully their win against the Eagles doesn't come back to bite them in the butt come draft time. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Um, We do have some Pro Bowl stuff to talk about because the Pro Bowl games are just around the corner. Thank God, by the way, that they changed that format because I got so tired of watching guys out on a football field half-ass a game, which I understood why they did. Don't get me wrong, but it was just the most unentertaining format of an all-star game that you could possibly do. So glad that it is the Pro Bowl games. I feel like that's much more entertaining. Um but we have a representative in the Pro Bowl games. Buda Baker will be going for the sixth time in his career. My god, Buda Baker is the uh Pro Bowl representative for the Arizona Cardinals. Um He hasn't had the smoothest 2023 season, considering that he missed five games with a hamstring issue um, that put him on the IR. He hasn't um, statistically done the best compared to some seasons in the past. He hasn't uh, recorded an interception or a forced fumble. He is second on the team behind Kaiser White for total tackles with 77. So, not terrible by any means. And obviously, Buda Baker's impact on the team goes far beyond what he does on the field. He is the Arizona Cardinals. Like, when I pick a player to represent this team, I pick Buda Baker. He is the heart and soul of this team. He is a leader. He's a captain. So, outside of whatever he's doing on the field, what he does off of it is arguably equally as important um, for the organization. So, Aside from him having kind of a, a rough season because of injury, I'm really glad that Buddha gets some of the recognition that he deserves. Um, he did not land within the top 10 for his position in the fan vote, but the player and the coaches have a vote. And that's what pushed him through to be a starter um, and to represent the Cardinals as well. So obviously his impact in the league is also being recognized from players and coaches from other teams as well. Um, which is undeniable. Like, there's no way that if you've ever been around Buddha Baker that you can deny the type of person that he is and um, his just tenacity and his ability to be a leader. So I'm stoked for Buddha. There has been some controversy over this entire ordeal, as there always is, um, especially from a parent of a current (laughs) safety in the league. Um, If you know, you know Anton Winfield looking at you. Um, It was his dad, right? Yeah, his what did dad. He say? Um his dad went off on Instagram like lambasted Buddha and was like why is this scrub getting a spot in the Pro Bowl over my son and was like throwing out stats on stats on stats from the season of why Antoine Winfield Jr. should be in the Pro Bowl over Buddha and listen I get being a parent and wanting the best for your kids but maybe don't do it in such a public platform that also completely disrespects another player in the NFL which like uh, statistically I understand, like statistically, Antoine Winfield Jr. has had a better season than Buddha Baker. So you can't deny that, but also like don't handle it that way. Like, Yeah,
1: that's a weird way to handle it. I mean, your, your son weird. is a public figure, so you are by extension a public figure yeah. as well. People are going to see that. It's just that's a weird way to handle things. That all being said, I kind of agree with him. <laughs> People are going to be mad at me. I've watched every Cardinals game this year. Buddha has not made like one play that I can think of in my mind that was like, so impactful yes i think uh it, he said it here in the chat but uh jalen thompson has had a better season at the same position as buddha baker yes I, it would have been made more sense to see him in the pro Bowl.
0: as a person as a human being i am stoked for buddha the person as a fan of football and a fan of the stats i am not stoked for buddha the football player <laughs> does that make sense because i agree i think jalen thompson has had a better uh season and i think as much as I disagree with how Anton Winfield Sr. handled that entire debacle, um, Anton Winfield did have a better season than Buddha as well. So uh, the Pro Bowl is, uh, it is what it is. There's always going to be controversy around it. Um, like I said, I'm stoked for B- Buddha as a human because I think he's a great human, um, but statistically, maybe not his best performance. Um, some other Cardinals I was also surprised didn't maybe get a nod, Trey McBride. Um, I thought that he definitely had an argument for that tight end position in the Pro Bowl. Do you have any other notable mentions that you think got snubbed? I, I
1: think James Conner would have made it if he was in the AFC. If you look at the AFC running backs that made it, yeah. Raheem Mostert had 20-plus touchdowns. Understandable. He should be in the Pro Bowl. Uh, James Cook has had a lot of yards, but he has two touchdowns on the season. James Conner's probably had a better year than that. And then the other guy was Derrick Henry, who has not been very good. Feels kind of similar to uh, the Buda Baker Pro Bowl situation where it's like, oh, we need somebody. Here's this guy who's been really good in the league for a really long time. Yeah. I think James Conner, if he stayed healthy, he probably makes it. And if he was in the AFC, he probably makes it. Yeah. Um. Outside of that. I don't there's not really a whole lot of defense yeah <laughs> I think Drew McBride James Connor uh maybe maybe an O-lineman like Will Hernandez or something but yeah for but sure Yeah.
0: so there wasn't a ton of options to pick from from the Cardinals this year obviously we knew that they're re they're in the middle of a rebuild retool whatever you want to call it but um I was surprised definitely um I thought there were some other Cardinals worthy of at least being in the conversation but Budabaker is our guy. Um, Like I said, there's no better person to be there to represent the Cardinals or the NFL in general. Um, Spartan 7 saying Trey will for sure be there next year if he continues this trend. Yeah, 100% agree. Um,
1: The problem is, and and Sean said it, Trey came on too late, but like, they're also the tight ends in the nfc are really good really good it was tj hawkinson who probably had the best season of any tight end this year he got hurt but so there will be a spot opening and there's a chance that trey gets that spot yeah uh but also sam laporta who had like 10 plus touchdowns and uh george kittle who was fantastic so it's, it's hard to be like yeah who he should have been in and over the nfc of is just
0: it's a clearly the better conference in the nfl in terms of talent in a lot of positions so it's tough for sure and i understand why um, especially when you look at who did make it and who is a starter um, for the nfc on the pro bowl games it totally checks out so no disrespect to anybody else um, like i said Happy for Boo to the person, but uh, it is what it is. It's the Pro Bowl games—like, does anyone really care?
1: No, it means nothing.
0: It means nothing. All Pro like,
1: means everything.
0: Yeah, it's not—it's—it's it's not the end of the world, um, unless you're an Antoine Winfield senior and then it is the end of the world (laughs) so happy for buddha happy the cardinals get somebody in there you'll love to see it speaking of the cardinals their season is wrapping up and if you want to watch the conclusion to this season you can head on over to game time right now and get your tickets for the seahawks at cardinals their last home game of the year the last game of the year for the cardinals and the seahawks at cardinals is our game time game of the week right now you can get tickets For as low as $23, be so for real right now, you guys. Going to an NFL game for $23. Get your kids, get your husbands, get your wives, get your uncles, your grandmas, your grandmammies. (laughs) Just get your whole family and spend $23 on a ticket per person to watch an NFL game. There's no better place to do it than the Game Time app. I love Game Time. It is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You guys, I do not buy my tickets anywhere else because GameTime has the lowest ticket prices for anything that you need a ticket to. Sporting events, concerts, parking passes. They've got it all. I am obsessed. I am a concert fiend. I get all my concert tickets from there. All you have to do is head on over to the GameTime app, download it, and create an account. If you use promo code PHNX, you'll get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minutes tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. If you maybe don't want to head all the way out to Glendale, you can come check out our watch party happening at Gila River Resorts and Casino's Wild Horse Pass. We are going to be giving away four signed Cardinals jerseys per quarter. That's what's four times four? 16? <laughs> 4, 8, 12, 16. Yeah, set 16 total signed Cardinals jerseys that we're going to be giving away at our watch party. We've got Larry Fitzgerald signed jerseys. Kyler Murray signed jerseys like th- James Conner signed jerseys. If they play for the Cardinals, we probably have a signed jersey from them and we're giving four away per quarter. You can RSVP by, now by uh, going to the, the PHNX underscore Cardinals Twitter account and clicking on that link. We also have it up on our events tab on our website. Come out to our watch party. It's the last one of the year is we're gonna go out with a bang at wild horse pass right off of the 101 south of the 202 it's gonna be a great time and you probably if you go you pretty much are gonna be leaving with a cardinal 100 that's like. what i was gonna say
1: like it's a lot of fun <laughs> the food's good food's we great. hang out there's tvs everywhere like the they gambling, got top
0: golf simulators yep
1: the gambling floor is awesome like the you sports can, books right
0: across the way mm-hmm,
1: you can walk down the stairs play some craps low limit tables and on top of that, you're definitely going to leave with something if yeah. you show up. So. <laughs>
0: Odds are you're leaving with a signed Cardinals jersey if you For come sure. to. <laughs> Don't make fun of me, my math skills, Sean. Okay. I went to Arizona State. I married in journalism. I'm not a genius. Um, I also, this is so random, um, in middle school and elementary school, you know, how did you ever have to do those like time timetables where they would give you like um, a bunch of multiplication problems on like a white sheet of paper and you had to like solve all the problems like within a minute or whatever? yeah okay i like that's what that was basically my math class when i was growing up and i have the worst anxiety like i'm a little ball of anxiousness so i my brain like when i'm under pressure like that when i was younger I've, i figured it out now but when i was younger i would just shut down so my best friend i would sit next to my best friend and i would just copy off her times table so have the i clutch never <laughs> what
1: you don't have the clutch factor no
0: but i never i never learned my times tables so i can't do multiple like mental math no i did not memorize any like the if i had to multiply anything by nine i do like the hand trick you know like that's how bad it is because i just copied off my best friend during math class when we did times tables so i uh (laughs) i don't know how to do multiplication it's super embarrassing but i know all the grammar rules i can write a mean essay i can tell you anything you want to know about history um but math is just not it's not for me anyways um come to our watch party it's gonna be super great um speaking of snubs the first round of the nba all-star voting came out and um you would not be shocked if you are a phoenix suns fan to know who has been left off um this is what we've got working for us right now this is the first I fan returns you if you need if you need it yeah my blind eyesight i think i can read it um It's disrespect all over the place. The guards right now in first place for the fan vote, Luka Doncic, then Stephen Curry. We got Shy, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Anthony Edwards, John Morant, Darren Fox, Klay Thompson, and Austin Reeves. Do you notice anybody missing from that list that might just potentially be one of the best guards in the NBA?
1: I mean, before we even talk about that, can we
0: talk about Austin Reeves for a second? Yeah, well. I know. I know. Are we talking? Don't worry. Don't worry. I have receipts. Um, so I'm disgusted. I am horrified, mortified. What are we doing? Like be so fucking for real right now Devin Booker is one of the best guards in the league point blank period um and you have scrubs like Austin Reeves above him yeah I said what I said come at me Austin Reeves you can at me on Twitter all day so be me being me and me being petty princess I was like hmm let's just like dive in a little bit deeper to this and see what's going on um I pulled some stats for you all and i would like you all to see what i see in the bottom left corner of this beautiful graphic you have devin booker's 2023 2024 stats for the season um he is averaging 15 or he yeah wait hold on let me make sure i'm looking at the right stats um he's in the top just kidding he's in the top i was like wait uh top left here we okay, go so
1: booker's top left yeah. clay thompson's to the top right uh austin reeves bottom left and um James Harden Harden, bottom right
0: right okay top left Devin Booker is averaging 26.7 points this season which is 11th in the NBA he's averaging 5.2 rebounds 7.8 assists which is seventh and he is shooting 47 percent averaging 47 percent from the field okay Great stats. You love to see it. Then we uh, take a gander all the way around the rest of the stats. You've got Austin Reeves right below Devin Booker averaging 15 points, four and a half rebounds, five assists, 48% shooting from the field. Then we move on to Klay Thompson, who's averaging 16.9 points, 3.7 rebounds, 2 assists, shooting 42% from the field. And we finalize this whole ordeal with James Harden shooting 17.7 points per game, uh, 4.8 rebounds, 8 assists, and 47% shooting from the field. I just want to leave this on the screen a little bit longer. Like I said, Devin Booker is top left. And uh the rest of the scrubs doesn't even matter at this point, are anybody besides the top left stat line. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs>
1: like it's insane.
0: What are we doing? I hate, I hate, 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 loathe entirely the NBA All-Star Game fan voting aspect of the situation. I think it's stupid because you get Dumb fans, like the Lakers fans, I said what I said, deciding that Austin Reeves should be in the all-star game over somebody like Devin Booker. And obviously, like there are there is one other son um, on here. Kevin Durant is going to be is second in the front court voting. So at least people recognize the fact that Kevin Durant should be in the all-star game, which I mean, injury, whatever. Um i hate this i hate it so much and it happens every year and i don't know why i'm surprised because we do this every what is this the sloth quote they do this every year Okay. NBA fans who are voting for all-star games, they do this every year. It is blasphemy. Why, why do we insist on disrespecting Devin Booker? Even a casual basketball fan knows Devin Booker and know that he's a really, really good player. So is it just like all the NBA fans besides Suns fans decided to get together and they're like, oh, let's just not vote for Devin Booker because fuck Devin Booker. Like what is happening here? It happens every year. Devin Booker is constantly disrespected in the voting portion for the all-star game and i don't get it i genuinely don't get it he's not highly controversial like some other players are i know he might piss some dallas maverick fans off every now and again laker fans might not be his biggest fan nuggets fans might not be his biggest fan but at least like have some respect for the talent that is out there on the court like austin reeves over Devin booker
1: another thing and i had to look this up just to confirm but John Morant's, like, seventh on the voting. He's played eight games. Yeah. Like, and he's obviously fantastic, but he's played eight basketball games this year. How could he possibly be better than Devin Booker?
0: I just, I am beside myself. I am so frustrated for Devin Booker. I know that he probably doesn't try to let this stuff get to him, especially considering this is, like, the status quo. Like, he's constantly disrespected when it comes to anything All-Star-related year after year. But my God Almighty, like, come on, NBA fans. What are we doing? Like, just put aside any beef you might have with devin booker and just consider the fact that he's a really really good basketball player and i think the nba all-star game is the second best all-star game format in the four major team league things um and devin booker deserves to be there so a little frustrated with that but Hopefully this is just the first round. Hopefully people will listen to me ranting about this and will change their minds and will start voting for Devin Booker because he absolutely deserves to go to the All-Star game and if Austin Reeves makes it to the All-Star game, I will riot. I will fly to LA and I will burn down <laughs> Crypto. <laughs> just kidding. Don't put me on a list. I won't actually do that. But um we need to get Devin Booker to the All-Star game at all costs it's ridiculous at this point you all see the stats really quickly before we wrap up i want to give a shout out to clayton keller because he made it to the all star game for the arizona coyotes you absolutely love to see it he's been having a great great season so far he's played uh, if you want to throw up his stats in 37 games um he has played uh, he has 13 goals, 18 assists. He's recorded 31 points and he has four game winning goals. So Clayton Keller is shredding it out there for the Coyotes on the ice. I'm super stoked for him. He definitely uh, deserves this nod, despite some other people maybe wanting like a loss in Krause uh, in the conversation, but Kells deserves it. It's his fourth all-star nod. He is Mr. Coyote, in my opinion, um, for this team this year. So happy for Kels! Um, it'll be w- fun to watch him in the All Star game format. Um, hopefully, we'll get team him history. You know what?
1: Uh, most All Star games in t- team history.
0: Yeah, yeah. He, Clayton Keller has the most All Star appearances in, Coyote, in Coyotes history, which is awesome. Um,
1: Pretty
0: cool. <laughs> you'll have to see it, Mac the All Star arsonist. Yeah, <laughs> Mac about to be on the no fly list to Kansas City and LA. <laughs> I'm just making enemies out of every sports fan's fan base left and right. It is what I do. I'm the petty princess. What can I say? Um, this was great. I had a lot of fun. This was fun. Despite the fact that I'm enraged about Devin Booker getting disrespected fun. again. It's always fun. <sighs> it's miserable. Um Arizona Sports. Sean you, said people love it. Oh yeah, no. people <laughs> Sean said, People don't have beef with Book. They just don't care about him. If he did the exact same thing on the Knicks, he'd be the leading vote getter. Yeah, it's probably true that's fair i agree well, I,
1: and, and i i think a lot of what sean's points he's making are, are are true in here but at the same time like i think this the point of bringing it up was like as a rallying cry because sun's fans need yeah. to vote him yes more and so like it's you got to talk about it because you got to be you got to fire people up hey Devin Booker's being disrespected. Everybody get on their phones and vote yes. for him. Yes,
0: get on your phone. Go vote for Devin Booker. Fuck Austin Reeves, honestly, at this point. Like, if if nothing else, let spite drive you to be the reason why you're going to go vote for Devin Booker just to spite Lakers fans and Austin Reeves. It's <laughs> oh, the petty princess of me talking. This was fun. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Bees, Jan, Paul, Charles, Connor, Sean, you traitor. I love you anyways. Chris, everyone else, Daniel in the comments. You guys are absolutely the best. I hope you all have a wonderful and safe weekend. While you're at it, go go vote for Devin Booker to be in the All-Star Game. Please, 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 so I don't have to talk about this next week. I'll see you guys next Friday at 11.32, 12 o'clock, somewhere in there. <laughs> Bye.